challenge lovers, welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollibaugh. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me today on this Monday, not Friday, having some issues with the hosting service for this podcast, which may very well have changed by the time you listen to the next episode on this Wednesday or Thursday when we cover Ride or Dies, which you'll have no idea if that's actually happened or not because it doesn't affect where it shows up in your world. So that's just a look into mine for the time being. But we are here to do what we set out to do last Friday, and we did technically do. It just didn't air on time because, again, stuff that doesn't matter to you, the list so we'll just keep moving. Fantasy cast season 39. That's what we are here to do. Fantasy Friday, but on a Monday. Season 39 will be the next flagship season. We're on the precipice of the final of season 38. We've got the Global Challenge com coming in a few weeks. We've got All Stars 4 filming. We know Challenge USA. So it's going to be a minute until we get Challenge 39, but that just means it's the perfect time while all possibilities exist out there in the world to cast our season 39 perfect fantasy cast. We did did this for All-Stars 4 a couple weeks back, right before they actually set out to film and made the official one. So even though you might know who the cast is for All-Stars 4, you might already listen to the reaction podcast to that All-Stars 4 cast. You can also go back if you feel like it and listen to that All-Stars 4 fantasy casting, which I think, while they did a wonderful, pretty damn good job with the All-Stars 4 cast, mine, of course, would have been a touch, touch better, but... That's not what we're here to talk about today, season 39. So that's on the agenda today. Other programming reminders, Wednesday night, Ride or Dies finale part one. We will be covering it. That pod will be out Wednesday night right after the episode. Listen to it then Thursday morning whenever you get around to watching Ride or Dies. Then this Friday, big interview coming out with Connor Curran from The Challenge Australia, the MVP in this historian's book of The Challenge Australia. I had a wonderful chat with Connor, and that will be coming out on Friday with all kinds of incredible nuggets from the Challenge Australia, from his life, the whole thing. He was amazing. That show was amazing. If you still haven't watched Challenge Australia, I say it almost every episode for the last couple months, it's well worth your time. Go find the links. Or now, I believe within the next week or two, head over to Paramount Plus whenever it's popping up there. So that's what we got coming this week. But as for today, we're here for one thing, fantasy casting. So let's dive right on in to the perfect, the world's best possible version of what the Challenge 39 could look like. So here's the thing about the challenge. It's so amazing. It's so wonderful. We all love it. And most of us have for a damn long time at this point. You know, we're 25 years into this show where if you count all the spinoffs and different things and that or the other, we're like 43, 44, 45 now seasons relatively somewhere around there seasons into this franchise. It's amazing. We all love it. There's a reason there's such a big community of us that follow this thing ad nauseum that just dive in, love it, love it, love it, love it. Can't stop talking about it. Can't stop watching it. But there is one aspect that has certainly been lacking in recent years and many recent seasons that has a large percentage of the fan base clamoring to tighten up a little bit, to fix, if you will, and that would be the casting itself. Obviously, with any show, it you know goes without saying, any reality show that is bringing people back, that is recurring, I mean, any reality show, whether it's brand new people every season or reoccurring characters and cast members every season, 
you're going to have issues with the cast members or the casting. We all like different things. We all like different people. Uh, you know, some are more polarizing than others, but across the board, there's no me and you listening. There's never, we're never going to perfectly agree on this is the exact people that should be back this season, next season, the one after that. So of course there's going to be some issue, but those issues have gotten pretty, pretty big. They've gone well above the average, the normal, the typical, the, what you would expect within the last five, six seasons of the flagship show. And, of the you know the All Stars spinoff and uh, from what I can tell maybe even like the USA spinoff where I'm not as in tune with like who would have been amazing on that not watching all those other shows but it seemed like they got a little bit right they got a little bit kind of wrong consensus from those who watch all of the shows they were pulling from there so casting's a big deal it's what's led to in you know the recent year or two really certainly since the pandemic is. There's a lot more of us that had a lot more time on our hands to talk about this stuff all day long online. Fantasy casting has become a huge thing. I love it. I think they're great. So before I give you mine, before I tell you all my season 39, I will implore you that one, it's just a real fun deep dive. If you just which social media platform you're choosing, Twitter for this particular search sometimes work the best. Reddit works really well, but just go out there and search like challenge fantasy cast you'll see a whole host of amazing ideas and tons of spins and themes and ideas and those in the actual production of the challenge you might want to do the same because you might get some really good ideas that uh, could lead to some really good seasons i hope this is going to be one of those so i'm going to dive into mine but send me yours if you've got a fantasy cast maybe a theme a format just a single idea of like they should just add this little element whatever and hit me up at challenge historian on instagram dm me and the next time around, we get into some fantasy cast, and maybe we'll be sharing one of your ideas. We'll give you shout-outs for little format tweaks, this, that, and the other. Maybe I'll share some of those over on Instagram if I get an incredible list, an incredible theme idea, things like that. So without further ado, let's dive into the Challenge 39. If I had it my way, this season would be a replay of a format of old, a format that has worked before, has worked really well before multiple times, and brings back a little bit of a dash of nostalgia and play on the past, while also being the best possible format for this next season, because... I say all that, and I'm sure a bunch of your minds went to right where my mind would go to every time I'm trying to do any fantasy cast for any version of the challenge, and that is rivals or exes. They're the two best formulas we've ever had. They are. There's some good fantasy casting that you'll find out there for possible rivals for exes three. The problem with it for me is there's just not quite enough. You can't quite fill out a full... I did a couple versions of both of those. I didn't entirely love it. And so I just came a little short. It was like, yeah, if you did a 20-person cast, sure, I think I could get there, no problem. But that's not enough people. We need we need a lot more than that. And there just isn't, in this kind of last era of the show, this kind of kumbaya that's been going on, led by the Vacation Alliance, there's just not a lot of rivalries to pull from. And there are plenty of like hookups to pull from as far as exes would go, but none that leave us with like the exact cast I want. So I ditched those. I started thinking cast first, format second and as you may know if you've been listening to this pod for a while my number one idea for a season of the challenge is called the challenge generations you can go back and watch that on youtube listen to the podcast version of it it's pretty far back in the archives but you'll find it just search challenge historian challenge generations you will find it but i still believe wholeheartedly that should be season 40 
If you haven't, the synopsis of that is basically teams of four, battle of the season style, 10 different teams from 10 different eras of the show, starting with a four-person OG road rules, a four-person OG real world team, all the way up to you know a team of four recent rookies, a big brother squad, a survivor squad, a UK squad, an are you the one, a late stage real world, and then your three or four teams in between there of like your dual era real, uh, challenge, your rivals era challenge, so on and so forth. That I still believe is the best possible case scenario. That I believe is the best idea, but I also think it is the best idea for season 40 so that it can be kind of the end of one thing in that the challenge as it continues to evolve, it gets past season 40, that big, nice round number. It does kind of pulls what a survivor did and says, now's the proper time. We kind of close this out with like an all encompassing, everyone's back, huge blowout, big time 40th season. And now we're kind of starting anew. We're kind of starting fresh and we know the fans. We got to let you know, give us some time to get our feet back under us because a lot's going to change. That's what I think should be for 40. So that means we can't do that idea. My best idea for 39. Instead, we revert back to what's the best possible cast? How could I fit it into a theme that of old that's worked before that we've loved before? And that means that I wanted rivals or exes. It didn't quite work. So instead, Here's where I landed. The challenge 39 should be the duel three. The duel is a very good format. We're going to almost do it exactly the same as we've done before. Both duel seasons are legendary seasons. The duel one is one of the greatest seasons of all time, maybe the best season of all time. The duel two is an incredibly good and entertaining season. It's not quite in the top tier with like the best ever, but it's the one tier below. It's like, it's still a content. It's still amazing. It's still great. Just shy of being in the conversation for like, what are the five best seasons ever? What's the best season ever? But the duel two for two smash hits, worked flawlessly, and I think would be the perfect way to introduce an individual game again is the best individual format to come back to for this cast of characters that I have brought for you. But before we get to the cast, let's work our way through what the Duel 3 would look like. 34 people, individual game, purely individual game with individual winners at the end, but just like the Duel in Duel 2 of old, most of the daily challenges are likely to be played in partners that you get to pick Always get to pick. You can change if you want. You can do whatever you want. Day to day, you can pick who your partner is. The winning two people, whether it's the winning individual female and male or the winning partners, they get to make the order for the next challenge as well as start the order for drafting basically who goes into elimination. If you are somehow you a newer challenge fan, you've never watched the duel before, the process of selection goes like this. Winning two people. They pick one person. That person is now basically like a draft. Think of it like a draft. You're picked. You're now in line. You pick the next person. If you're a male, you pick a female. Back and forth. You pick, 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 pick all the way down the line until only two people are left, one man and one woman. Those two people are going into elimination if they got not selected. But the kicker is that they then get to pick their opponent from anyone, not name the winners. It's a fantastic format. I love it. It offers up so much time instead of killing 12 minutes of every freaking episode with the interrogation and the deliberation sequences that are honestly sometimes can be incredible, but most of the time are pretty boring. Instead, we get everyone jockeying for position, everyone trying to pick who's going to say my name, who's going to say my name, how can I convince you to say me over them, all of it, I love it, I want it. So winning to start the order, they also get to pick the order of the next challenge, bring that little wrinkle back. The draft order determines that last male, female, those are going in, they're picking their opponent. 
first six episodes of the season. Because, yeah, we're getting this detailed. I'm giving you the full rundown exactly how the season should go. But I will get to the cast. It's coming. Don't worry. Six episodes in. First six episodes, just a regular full cycle, straightforward. Daily challenge, elimination, one man, one woman goes home. That would leave us with 12 people who have left the game but been sent to a redemption house. Episode 7, those six teams in redemption secretly do the exact same daily challenge that everyone else is going to do. Top two out of the six finishers get back into the game. The other four pairs go home. We are now back, added them in, and they're safe that round. Everyone's surprised. They're back. They're not allowed to be voted out. Full regular cycle then happens. That episode 7, as well as then 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, we're back to the same scenario. Six teams in redemption. They get to come back in. Two of them fight their way, earn their way back into the game. That leaves us with 18 people now back in the game for good for the final stretch. Episode 13 and 14, final two rounds, final two eliminations, 14 people left at the end to make the final. You need more than 10. You need more than eight, certainly, which is what we're getting this current season. 14 make the final. 15th episode is that final. So we still get the longer season that this show, MTV, clearly wants. 15 not 18 but 15 episodes you get only real twist is the redemption house and you get it twice two batches of six with two teams getting to return you get to double up make those the two best most fun but also short daily challenges of the season so that we get two episodes where you get to watch two different groups do the daily challenge preferably you know those are ones that are happening all at the same time it doesn't take up too much episode i'm getting way into the nitty-gritty here winning People in the final, one male, one female, each get $400,000. Second place, male, female, $75,000. Third place, female and male, $25,000. And whatever the final is structured as, it's a pure race at the end. There's no all reset for the last leg. Times don't matter. Somehow, some way, the whole thing start to finish matters as it always should. Okay, that was a lot of explanation. Are you ready for the cast? You're like, we're like 15 minutes into this and you haven't even said the thing. That's the whole point of this podcast. Well, the reason we picked that format is again, because this is the best possible cast. I think to just whatever the show is lacking right now to revive all of that. This is exactly who I would go. I'm going to go through the names super fast. Then we'll come back and discuss them a little bit on the men's side. First CT bananas, Wes, Brad, Jordan, Tony, Devin, Polly, Jose, Theo, Rogan, Joss, Fessel, Corey Lay, Kells, Jack, and Horacio. The best thing about this, by the way, I forgot to mention the reason I'm so good at this. All 17 of those gentlemen, they would say yes to doing the show for sure. I'm competent. The only one I, Tony said he would never do the flagship, but he also said he wasn't going to do All-Stars, and now he's on All-Stars. I feel like he can figure out how to make it work with the job somehow, some way, the family, the whole thing. Maybe I would need one alternate, but I think 17 out of 17. Again, CT Bananas, West, Brad, Jordan, Tony, Devin, Paulie, Jose, Theo, Rogan, Josh, Fessel, Corey, Lay, Kells, Jack, Horacio. That's your men's side. On the female side, we've got Laurel, Cara Maria, Ashley, Kayla, Amanda, Marie, yes, Everyone rejoice. I would have Marie there, same as every other person. That's the only unanimous decision across all fantasy casting these days. Nicole Zanata, Georgia, Jenny West, Casey, Amber, Michelle, Natalie Anderson, Gabby Allen, Narice, Olivia, and Mariah. Tori would be in this group, except for, I'm a good casting director again. I'm pretty confident she says no based on who else I've got in this group, but if Tori would say yes, I would have her in over one of the more recent Natalie, Gabby, Narice, Olivia, Mariah, take your pick, remove one, put Tori in. But again, 
I don't think she's saying yes, so she isn't in the actual list. Those 17 women, I believe, all would say yes. Now, the reason these lists would be amazing, because other than just, you know, you just heard them, they're amazing. It's a perfectly cast group of folks. Let's look at the boys' side, the women's side, and then a kind of a combo of the two sides together. Why? Some of the reasons why this would be so perfectly. On the men's side, CT, Bananas, Wes, and Jordan all doing a season together again. We've got three of those four a couple times recently. We've yet to get four out of four. This would give us that. This would give us one last chance to see, you know, CT, Bananas, and West, but then throw Jordan in with that group as some of the greats to ever do it. The two best for sure, plus two of the other contenders to be in that top five in that discussion for the best of Mount Rushmore, whatever you want to call it. So we get those four all doing a season together, all motivated to still, you know, be close-ish to the top of their game athletically. You know, the only one of those four I would say isn't is Bananas is like falling off a little bit, but he's still still putting in the work still just not you know he's just not a triathlete these days the way jordan is or you know not doing the thirst trap well no he's doing a lot of thirst traps on instagram too now that i think about it but not carrying all the plates doing the pull-ups like wes whatever those four together this group would have a heaping helping of the dirty 30 trilogy era men which provided all kinds of entertainment were wonderful and we got rid of a lot of them way way too quickly so bringing a bunch of them back, whether we're talking Jose, who I loved on this, whether we're talking Jogan, Joss and Rogan back into the fold, Theo and Polly back into the fold, Tony and Devin, Devin, obviously a mainstay stalwart, the one of the best at doing this show there is right now, bringing Tony back in that big group together, just provides a lot of great entertainment. And we're getting kind of, we're making up for the fact that we kind of ditched a certain group of folks right there from that Dirty 30 trilogy from the War of the Worlds kind of area. That five seasons, we kind of just got rid of a lot of the best new people from that group, so we're trying to bring them back here. And then I also, with this group of guys, I have no idea who would work with who. This is a very kind of random mix with no no obvious, oh, that's the big five people alliance. That would be really tough. They'd recruit just enough women. Now they got eight or nine and now they're running things. I don't think that really happens on the men's side, but I do think it happens on the women's side. Let's talk the women's side. No Nani, Anissa, or Tori if she chooses to say no, like I would possibly anticipate. And honestly, given the current season she's having and that she went right from that into the world championships, she could probably mentally use a break, definitely deserves one. Um, but no Nani, Anissa, Tori. So Vacation Alliance, a lot of it gone. No Joss here. Or Josh, here. Joss is here. Joss is very importantly here. Josh is still not here. Casey is the only one really from that alliance. She's on an island alone with Fessel. We'll come back to that. I know most of you right now are like, how can you have those two again? You know kind of my stance, but we will come back to that stance and why this one is the one you would maybe even agree would work for you, all of the people that hate them, sometimes for good reasons. Um, we'll come back to that. The big reason, Amber has friends. Amber would have friends on this one. Amanda, Ashley, Kayla, they are, we know are friendly on the internet. The Amber, you know, had a tweet recently about needing Amanda and Ashley back. They reciprocated that love. I think Amber and Michelle get welcomed into Amanda, Ashley, Kayla's world with open arms. I don't, is Marie then a part of that instantly? I don't know. What does Carver do? What do all the new girls do? Do you join that kind of click? Do you kind of make your own? Do you try to get a Cara or a Laurel on your side? How, how does that come, come to play? This group of women also athletically stacked while also being, and this is key, they, they, 
this is the key part of the casting, both on the men's and the women's side. But we know historically, unfortunately, they focus a little more on the men's side, and so they don't always get the, you know, give their best effort. So we are here because we're getting the exact thing you want out of the cast. We want it to be athletically stacked, given the game is what the game is these days, but also enough single folks, enough drama-inducing folks to give us plenty of both the sports side, yes, but the show side of things as well. And I think this group is primed for some drama and to stir some shit up and to be the one that could build the alliance. It's kind of like, guys, you're going to do whatever we say. We're The house is run through some subsets of these females that join into different alliances with each other. We also get all the recent champs uh, getting a shot to kind of build upon their legacy or build a possible legacy versus some of the all-timers. We got Jenny here. We got Amber. We got Casey. Again, if she said yes, Tori would be here. We'd have the four most recent female champions coming in and, you know, have them going up against the Caras of the world, the Laurels of the world, the Ashleys of the world to kind of build upon a resume here. So that could be very, very interesting. And then from the combination standpoint, if you look at both the men's side and the women's side together, we've got Kara paired with CT to wreck shit because it's, quote, the smart strategy. You know we would get that. You know right away. It'd be like Kara and Polly are both there. Okay, they get to work together, right? Yeah, strategically, sure, certainly. And they would be a little bit of a target, but you know who CT's picking? Number one draft pick when he finds out we often are going to have partners in this. He's saying, Kara, you're with me. Why? Because I'm CT. And also because, you know, like you and Pauly, if you're on the same team, you're an easy vote. You're an easy to work against. You guys got to split up. That's the right thing to do. That's what couples always do in this house. And suddenly Kara's going to Pauly like, yeah, you know, it's this, it's smart strategically. Wink, wink. Like, no, I, you're great. I love you, but you ain't CT when it comes to competing in this game. So we'd get the Boston duo together once again. Would love that. No one would like Fessel and Casey at all. They'd be totally on an island. So they would get to actually kind of act out what we, I wish would have happened this current season on Ride or Dies by being Ride or Dies. They would always partner up. They might do well, but when they don't win, they're probably going to be one of the first ones thrown in, have to fight for themselves in elimination. Everyone out there gets to root against them. They possibly probably go home early because of it. Everyone would love that, so you might be like, don't cast them at all, but in this scenario, if they're on the bottom of the totem pole and it's purely like, can you guys fight your way all the way through this game, constantly winning eliminations, winning daily challenges, that's an That's the one way to make them interesting, I think, to everyone and easy to be like, you're probably going to lose pretty quickly and everyone's going to be rooting for it and gets to have a nice, fun time early in the season when the person they want to go home goes home, so that's good. There's the question of who would get stuck with bananas as a partner. I don't know a single one of these women that would jump at the, you know, the to jump into bananas arms to be his partner right away. Maybe Mariah, if they're still dating, you know, a year from now or whatever, would. But is that likely? Probably not. Um, and so someone's going to get left with maybe Jenny West. I believe they have a pretty good relationship um, coming off Total Madness. So actually that could be a path to bananas winning. But like that's his only that's his only one that's really he's maybe gonna be able to have a shot to do we got Fessel Joss Rogan Theo Kells Horacio and Jordan plus newly single CT all of them in the house all of them known to try to compete for all of the single women's attention in the house that would be amazing and wonderful and hilariously and we there'd be there'd be lots of memes there'd be lots of memes there'd be lots of jokes made at their expense uh certainly and that would be great 
if Tori does say yes to the season, I know it's a, I keep saying that over and over, but if she does and she is in this cast, does Devin actually stick with her? Because Devin's going to look around and be like, I don't know which of these guys I'm beating in anything physical, and I feel like they're going to throw me in enough that I'm going to end up in a physical one. I'm kind of screwed here. And Tori's going to be kind of on the bottom of the female totem pole with this particular cast. She's going to be like, Devin, we're ride or dies, right? Like we did the whole last season together, and Devin's going to be like, well... Yeah, but strategically, everyone wants to get you out. They're not totally there with me, but if I join you, they're definitely going to be there with me. Does Devin go through with it? We put that relationship to the test. Uh, so that's fun. In general, do the Lavender ladies plus new recruits, like, do they just run the game? Because that's really what I'm trying to set up here. I want a, you know, I want Amanda to have as much power in the game as possible. It's fun when that happens. The best parts of Spies, Lies, and Allies were when Amanda just took over there for a couple episode run, just show-wise and a couple times competitively-wise and got a win or two, got to do a bunch of stuff with it. Her, Kayla, Ashley, Marie, that that group's just going to lead to so much good with these new ladies in the house. I feel like they would definitely at least recruit a couple while also vilifying a couple others. That would be great. And just, yeah, this cast in general. One more time, I will go through the whole thing. Laurel, Cara Maria, Ashley, Kayla, Amanda, Marie, Nicole Zanata, Georgia, Jenny, Casey, Amber, Michelle, Natalie, Gabby, Narice, Olivia, Mariah, and Tori replaces one of those if she says yes. On the men's side, CT, Bananas, Wes, Brad, Jordan, Tony, Devin, Polly, Jose, Theo, Rogan, Joss, Fessel, Corey, Kells, Jack, Horacio, I didn't even mention half of those people in my explanations of why this would be great, but just their names, they bring entertainment. Corey Lay brings entertainment. Jack brought entertainment this season. Would again. I Kells is the only one you'd be like, did we actually get much from him? Or are you just like the big guy syndrome that some challenge fans fall under? I don't think so. I somehow regrettably watched his season of Too Hot to Handle. He's got the personality. It can happen. You know, just Jose would be incredible. Tony being back in the house would be incredible. I haven't mentioned Brad at all, but like getting to show out as the older guy versus these kids, throw him in with that CT Bananas West Jordan thing I'm talking about, all those five going at each other. All of it is incredible on the men's side. All of it's incredible. I mean, I didn't mention Georgia being back. Gabby Allen now fit, just super duper fit. Didn't Wasn't a fitness influencer when she came into the challenge before and did a pretty solid job. Now this lady is jacked and would be even better at this show. We have current star Olivia. I didn't even mention Natalie Anderson getting a fair shot at it as a former Survivor winner and awesome athlete. Nicole Zanata getting second straight season because she's on World Champion or All-Stars 4 World Champions, one of them. But always there's always something when Nicole's in the house. I just love having her in the challenge house. This whole thing would be so, so good. So. That's my fantasy cast. That's my fantasy format. That's what I think the best case scenario for the Challenge 39 would be. Again, like I said up top, what are your ideas? What's your best cast? Who's your top five men or women you need to see on the next flagship season? What's your top format choice if you had to pick an old format to bring back, but one that's realistic? Because again, if you tell me it's X's arrivals, I'm right there with you, but I need to know, like, can you get to 10 pairs can you get to 15 pairs in those seasons without stretching too many times too many too many pairs that are kind of like oh sure you know that's a frank bananas they tweeted at each other that one time okay we'll take it because we get frank back who by the way i would love frank back in this world i don't know if he had any interest in that but Send me your options. Send me your ideas at Challenge Historian on Instagram. Let me know what you think of this one, either by DM in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button wherever you
you may be listening or now follow. I believe it's follow everywhere. Apple, Spotify, the whole thing, follow, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Hit the automatic download. That super duper helps. And thank you as always for being here. Ride or dies Wednesday interview with Connor from challenge Australia on Friday until we talk again. Peace.